Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun, the author of Press Into the Power. I hope you're enjoying this music that we have. Uh, This song is called Miracle from Sylvia Jones' latest music project, which is available online wherever music is sold or streamed. Or you can reach out to her on her website, www.sylviajones.com, helping you experience God's presence through contemporary worship. Listen, uh, before we get started today, I want to bring you just a quick note from our sponsor, Distinction Inc. Do you need custom t-shirts or hoodies? Look no further than Distinction Inc. From screen printing to embroidery, Distinction Inc. provides high-quality apparel and promotional items with stress-free customer service. Distinction Inc. also provides competitive pricing, especially for nonprofit organizations and churches. If you have any upcoming projects, they would love to earn your business and exceed your expectation. You can request a quote by visiting www.distinctioninc.com. Distinction Inc. We deliver results that make you say, wow. All right, let's get ready for the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Uh, I'm excited about today's lesson. Really, really want to spend some time talking to my sisters out there. There are a lot of sisters in the marketplace. I like to call them women warriors who are really putting their all on the line for their families. There are single mothers and uh, stay-at-home wives who are working to keep their houses in order. And I know personally from having a wife who's been in all three positions, she's been in the marketplace, she's been stay-at-home She's worked at home and in the church uh, simultaneously while raising four daughters. The difficulty, the degree of difficulty, uh, as you probably have already heard and read that Forbes magazine says that being a mother, being a mother who is raising children at home is the most difficult job in the world. Number one. That's over congressmen, that's over hospital administrators, that's over pastors, that's over mayors, that's over presidents. It's number one. And so I want to take this time to honor the women who are working. I want to celebrate you, whether you're working in the marketplace or whether you're working at home. And I want to give you some encouragement because there is hope. There is a victory. There is power. There is the glory of God in what you're doing. And uh, I want to help to lift that love out of you, that uh, purpose out of you, that hope out of you, that victory out of you. What I don't want you to do is think that your labor is in vain because it's not. So I want to go to a familiar passage of scripture with Hannah. Uh, Hannah was the mother of Samuel. And I'm going to say it like this, eventually. And you know, Samuel was one of the greatest prophets ever to walk the face of the earth. But she was the mother of Samuel eventually. And I want to just try to make correlations so that we understand, even as men, that 
being a woman in today's society is not easy. It's not easy at all. But I want the women to understand that being a woman has never been easy. So when we look at Hannah in the book of 1 Samuel, and I'm not going to do as much reading um, of the text today. I, I want you to take the time to do that, to read uh, Samuel chapter 1, uh, verses 1 through 18. will give you the insights that I'm going to give you. But I want to get straight to the point and leave you with some realities of Hannah's life. And then moving from the reality of Hannah's life, moving to some of the lessons that we as individuals, both male and female, can learn in a setting like Hannah. All right. So I want to be very clear on that. So I want you to understand something about Hannah. Hannah was married to a man named Elkanah. And at the time, in this particular time in biblical antiquity, uh, there was the possibility of men being married to more than one wife. And Hannah was persecuted by this other wife. Her name was Peniah. Peniah would just go off on Hannah for no reason at all, but particularly because she had Elkanah's children. And at the time, Hannah had no children. So the scripture says that she provoked her severely in order to make her miserable. And I don't know if you got anybody trying to make you miserable intentionally or making you miserable unintentionally. But the fact was there are people that will come into your life that will make you miserable. My mother used to say to me that misery loves company. But watch this. Not, only, not being able to produce fruit from your womb was considered a curse in biblical antiquity. And that was tragic. So Hannah at the time could not give birth. And because she couldn't give birth, verse 8 says she wept and did not eat. She was grieved. If you can imagine being in the house with a woman who gave birth and a woman who throws that in your face all the time. And there are people that throw things in our face all the time in our lives and we have to overcome it we have to build up a, a, a teflon coating if you will we have to build up a resistance to these type of things and you don't build it up just intuitively but we also need to build it up with prayer we need the help of the lord to help us through these situations so you have to understand something that God will allow these situations to happen in our life. And not only will he do that, but he will test us. Testing us with time. Time tests the validity of your faith. Time tests the validity of your Christianity. Time tests the reality of your purpose. Are you who you say you are? And do you really, really want what you say you want? Because anything that is good in life takes time and time births process and process births pain and pain births promise. So we have to embrace the element of time. If you're waiting for something, you have to wait 
on the Lord. Be of good courage. Remember, he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And remember that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is the son of man that he should repent. So have he not said it, he shall fulfill it. All right. So if God said it, he's going to do it. Now, this particular time, Hannah hadn't gotten a word from God, but by faith, she believed God, even though she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Bitterness of soul, prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. And, and being in corporate America and being overlooked and, and being underappreciated and being undervalued and being mistreated can bring these kinds of issues to the forefront whether it's in corporate America, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's in the home, any of these things, ladies, can bring this kind of bitterness to your spirit. But you are not to allow this root of bitterness, this feeling of rejection to overcome you. You have to know who you are in Christ and believe that God sees all, knows all, and will at some point give you the victory over all. So watch this. There are some things that people cannot help you with. And these are valuable lessons. I'm going to give you this. There are some things that people cannot help you with. And so that's why I want to make sure that I introduce and reintroduce to others of us that we need God. All of us need God to get through the vicissitudes, the difficulties, the trials, the tribulations, the pains, the hurts of life. We need God. So she made a vow. She eventually in her prayer made a vow that she would shape, that would shape Israel for years to come. And that was that she would give her firstborn son to God if he gave her the fruit of her womb. If he opened her womb, she would give that child to God to serve him in ministry. Her tragedy was a part of God's triumphant plan. He tested her and she passed the test. All right. That's why we give God thanks in all things. He alone is worthy to be praised. In her tragedy was, was a part of God's triumphant plan. Tragedy can be a part of God's plan if you allow it to be, if you allow it to be. So, as I said, making that vow so so was important to her because it was a vow that blessed God. So think about this. The thing she wanted most, she was willing to give away if God would just open her womb. Mm. All right, watch this. Let's read on. How do we endure such adverse devastation in our lives? And if you have your Bibles and you want to go along with me, I'm not going to read the scripture, but I'm going to give you the scripture and tell you how you do it. Number one, coming out of verse 10, you press into the power of God. Also coming out of verse 10. Number two, Hannah prayed in spite of the bitterness of her soul. So you have to pray to God in spite of how you feel. Verse 11. She was willing to give of herself and her possessions. Verses 12 through 14. 
She endured the criticism of people, what some people call church hurt, because at some point, Eli the priest thought she was drunk, but she wasn't drunk. She was praying and nothing was coming out of her mouth. He interpreted that as being uh, as her being drunk, but she never lost respect for him because he made a human error. Number five, coming out of verse 15. Hannah let her light so shine, in spite of the slanderous statement or accusation made by the priest, she remained respectful in adverse situations. You can't change who you are because of other people. If you are a respectful person, don't stoop down to the level of other people who have disrespected you. Verses 15 and 16. Uh, this is number six. She remained steadfast, respectful, and reverently pleaded her case. She considered it to be an honest mistake. People make mistakes. People say things that they should not say. But all things are working together for the good. Because look at the character that was produced out of this. She remained steadfast. She remained respectful. She remained reverent. Watch this. Verse 17. She received the blessings of God through the declaration of the priest. The very person who was the one who said something negative out of human error, when he fell back into his divine role as priest, when he gathered himself, he blessed her. He told her that she would receive the blessing from God. Verse 18, she walked away in faith, receiving the favor, receiving the grace of God after arriving in disgrace. She came to the priest and the church or the synagogue of that day in disgrace, womb closed, uh, no possibility in sight. She went through the final test of humiliation. She overcame that test. She didn't cuss. She didn't go off. She didn't trip. She didn't slap anybody. And she may have felt some kind of way but on the inside, but she did not display that on the outside. And she walked away with the blessing of the priest. She walked away with the favor of God and she walked away knowing that God was going to do something tremendous in her life. So lessons in life, no matter what walk of life you're in, we have to expect pushback. Number two, we have to know the adversary will fight back even if he uses someone we know and respect. I call that friendly fire. Sometimes the people closest to you are the ones that will hurt you. Sometimes the people that you love the most are the people that will hurt you. But remember, all things work together for the good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. Keep striving, my sisters. Maintain your peace. Stay cool and calm and collected, knowing that the devil comes seeking whom he may devour. Don't put yourself in position to be the one that he thinks that he can take out by using words or some incendiary comment that would ordinarily cause you to blow up and lose your cool. But because you've been praying and because you're steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, you're able to resist the devil and he will flee from you. Know that we are never alone. The Bible says that God will never leave you nor forsake you. He will be with you always, even until the end of the days. And then this final thing, if you are praying 
and it seems like God is not answering your prayers, remember this, that just because your prayers are not being answered immediately may be thrusting you into the next dimension of testing, which is time. And while you're in that time, while you're in that process, while you are enduring the pain of your situation, remember the time, the process, and the pain will produce the promise. So wait on the Lord. Just hold on. Be of good courage. Know that he's going to bless you. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Remember the story of Daniel when he prayed and the angel, Michael, I believe, was in the, the heavenlies fighting. And God told Daniel, I heard you when you first said your prayer. Remember, God heard you. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. To all of the women warriors out there, continue to fight the good fight of faith. God is with you and God's got your back. Be blessed. Now go and influence the nations.